Hello, friends. This is It Came From a Basement, a show where we cover the contents of the 96 discs inside a mysterious DVD binder that has been delivered to us via the turning wheel of fate. I'm Dean. He, him. Uh, I'm Dan. He, him. Why are we doing speak and spell today? Oh. Okay. Does not compute. <laughs> yeah. Error. Oh no. Oh no. Error. <laughs> oh no. We have to fix the mainframe. Can I get a. Jeff? I'm Ro- Ro- Roxy. She, her. Can I get a recording of. We should get Jeff in here to like talk. Hello, I am Jeff. Oh. Do do do. Do. No. Recording. Do do do. Now. Recording. Yeah. Jeff does have like some unique properties. What do you think Jeff does? I mean, we don't really talk to him. He's kind of quiet. Like, he knows he's professional enough not to speak while we're on air. No, I am not. Hello. Can you not hear me? Hello. But, like, what do you think he does, like, on his off hours? I do not have off hours. I edit it came from a basement constantly, in perpetuity, forever. I was just going to say, I kind of want to hear what Jeff is doing now other than recording, you know? Mm. I now showering. I will shower when I am dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I am I'm afraid to learn of what he's doing. I don't think. Yeah, that's what PG. I mean. Like, what else? Yeah. I wonder what else he would. Yeah, like, what else does he get up, up to, to saying? I have nothing to confess. Um, is he like now eating a sandwich? Now masturbating. I will masturbate when I am dead. I was gonna yeah. say that. Entering the pussyverse. The Pussyverse is a reference to an earlier ICFAB episode, Borderline. Please listen if you haven't already. Unlike these clowns, I am a professional. <laughs> uh, I like how he will announce it. Like, he, the man has no qualms. This is embarrassing. Goodbye. No. No. He's no he, reservations. I do. But Yeah. Oh, yeah. But not Jeff. <laughs> not Jeff. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. Um, if you, uh, if you want to, you know, suggest uh, or you know, tell us what you think Jeff does, our intern Jeff, uh, give us an email at it came from a basement at gmail dot com. Uh, this is Ickfab, and you can check us out on. Uh, it came from a basement. Uh, dot com. And follow us on Twitter at basementcast, and donate to our Patreon at patreon. dot com slash it came from a basement. That's it. That's all I had to say. That's we're, I'm getting that out of the way. I'm not gonna do my whole entire spiel. Oh wow. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. You know I'm mixing it up today. <clears throat> Okay. Drinking some coffee, some nasty coffee. I don't know why my coffee's been really nasty recently. Oh, you got a case of that nasty coffee. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just been, like, really wet dirt. What flavor is it? Is it nasty? It's like... It's like... I'm trying to... Hold on, let me get a a good sip. Is it burnt? No. It's like... Is it, um... Hey, what kind of notes am I getting? Yeah, are you sure you're drinking? Is there a coffee? fish in the percolator? 
Dean, no. are you sure you're drinking coffee and not <laughs> Kofefe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hadn't really considered. Bringing it back. 2016, baby. God. It's been imagine that long. That, imagine thinking that was simpler times. Imagine. Yeah, I just, I just, how quick I thought of that. Descended. Oh, maybe I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> it's, it's pretty. It's as, in Christopher Nolan's words. It's pretty fire, <laughs> as the man himself says. It's very fire. It's very fire. I seriously. I'm glad I read that and didn't have to hear it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear that old British asshole <laughs> say it's very it's it's very foil. It's very foil. It sounds like I don't care. Imagine if Ten ends, the movie wraps up, and the 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 spinny top goes in reverse. Uh, at the, in this one, in every and Christopher Nolan movie, spinny yeah, top the goes in the reverse. spinny top, you're it's going, and then it starts to like rewind, and you're like, oh shit, we're still inside Tenet. Uh, we're still in time. Yeah, we're still in time. And then the credits roll, and it's like, we are the CIA, and we're coming <laughs> to get, we're coming to take you away. But it, don't it, worry, we. And it's like, it's gotta do like, it would start out with like a boom, 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 yeah, like a like a sick beat. <laughs> the Maniac oh Two, God. Maniac Cop Two starts blasting. You better watch out when you hear that sound. It means that the Maniac Cops around. Yeah. Like, what if it, that's what his whole thing is? He's found this amazing rap song that's going to be the end credits he of He found Tenet. it. Somebody, hold on. The the implica- I like the, the use of the word found there because <laughs> I love the idea that he made this movie Tenet and he's just listening to his Spotify Just For You playlist one day. And a song comes on and he's like, this is the plot of my movie. Yeah. Wow, this I is, can't believe it. I can't believe they have the plot of my movie. This is quite fire. It's quite he fire. Said, I'm going to put it in the end credits. Yeah, he found the song that was the missing piece of the right. puzzle that was the plot of his movie. Good for him. Should, okay, say, it's already Travis Scott. That's who he said he got it done. Let's just pretend that he didn't say that. I don't Would know who prefer, that is. He's, wasn't he the rapper who was in Fortnite? I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, <laughs> who was the big the big man in Fortnite? He was the big guy for a little while. It's like Thanos. Really... <laughs> no, there was a giant rapper. There was like you could go in and listen to a rap concert, and there was like Drake, a giant like five hundred foot tall like model of this person singing in the game. Was it Drake? I, I, I don't think it was. I think it was Travis Scott. But anyway, would you prefer? <laughs> Who would you prefer to sing the rap, the 90s rap uh, end credit song to Tenet? Will Smith or the Maniac Cop Boys? Mm. Uh. Will Smith Will Smith is um, a decent rapper, but I don't know. Can he hold a candle to the Maniac Cop Boys? <laughs> <laughs> Their official name? <laughs> Can we? Hold on. Hold like, on. like, hold like. On. <laughs> like Will Smith has had a few bona fide hits, right? Like he's got like some radio uh smashes that still yeah. that are still quite good. They're still enjoyable to listen to. I don't know if I don't know if they've ever struck the same nerve as Maniac Cop Two boys. I don't know why they didn't go on to They could have dropped like an entire like, album of like yeah. 
I don't know about if it didn't even does it need to be songs about Maniac Cop or could it have been songs about other films? It probably could have been other films. I mean, I feel like Maniac Cop maybe should be their backbone, you know? Mm-hmm. That's maybe their single. Huh? That's like their first single, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. it starts side B of the album, like so everyone knows where to go to find it. Hey, um, Maniac Cop Boys is an amazing name, by the way. ManiacCopBoys.com is not taken. <laughs> by ManiacCopBoys.com and redirected to King for Basement? It could be. Hmm. It's a could dollar be? for it's a dollar for the first year. I think it's a steal. Uh <laughs> Maniac Cop Boys a dollar for a year? Yeah. Just like just like <laughs> Tenet and New Mutants in a few weeks, it's a steal. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I say get it. I'm gonna. I'll grab it. Yeah, go afterward. I'm gonna get it afterward. All right, cool. To uh, <laughs> today we've watched uh, an hour long. <laughs> I I don't even want to say film because it is technically an hour long original video animation otherwise known as OVA. Uh, it is Zone of the Enders 2167 Idolo. Do you hate Earth so much you're willing to die over it? We can't fight the Earthers, you know. They're like gods with the gravitational difference here. They're like gods, all right. And we're the oppressed sinners. Sinners for being born Martians. This is our lot, our place in the galaxy. We have decided to incorporate you as frame runners for the Orbital Frame Project Group. Orbital Frame? It's the very latest in orbital weaponry. This is the Orbital Frame Beta Unit, Idolo. This thing is invincible! I gather you've noticed it's somewhat different from the LED technology. You know, this Metatron is really amazing. I mean, its performance parameters are more than just mystical. I'd say they're magical. Magic. That's almost true. It's a lot of power, all right. With this power, we'll be free from Earth again. Um, the prequel tie-in to the Zone of the Enders video game franchise uh produced by Hideo Kojima um for the PlayStation 2 is big anime mechs uh it is big anime mech war uh I dig that it, yeah it's it, it, yeah the the games in the series are Zone of the Enders, Zone of the Enders, The Fist of Mars, and Zone mm-hmm. of the Enders, the second runner. And I like The Fist of Mars as a mm-hmm. as a name. You, you, know, a... you know what's good? Go ahead. You know, good titles can double both as an awesome sci-fi name or a hardcore porn name. 
I think. The Fist of Mars? Yeah. Is that like a John Carter porn? <laughs> John Carter and the Fist of Mars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I just I just like it when when titles can be versatile when you, when when you say them yeah. and you're like what are we getting into here? You're not you're not quite right. sure. Zone you're of the Enders sure. that's even a little ooh. yeah. Zone ooh, and end zone zones yeah. right in the in the in the E zone the E zone. You know we don't know what E stands for. You don't know in the B zone in the P zone. In the D zone, Jesus Christ, could be a lot of things you don't know. You don't uh. know. <laughs> that's the that's the 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 flaw. This movie also, uh, I'd say, really redefines the term cockpit. So yeah, it do. That's, that's kind of like right on your mind the whole time you're watching it. Uh, uh we'll we'll discuss. Yeah, no, we'll get into that. I just directed. It's, har- it's hard to avoid. It's hard to avoid. All right. Uh, <laughs> directed by Tetsuya Watanabe. Uh, he directed episodes of Mobile Suit V Gundam. Uh, he did an episode of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, an episode wow. of Cowboy really? Bebop. Yeah, who, who, he did who, an episode of Evangelion. Who no way. Thunk. Uh, Cowboy Bebop. And he was the series director of the Zone of the Enders TV show, Dolores I? Dolores I? I think what it's... What a Dolores. weird title. Zone of the El- Zone of the Enders Dolores I. Yeah. Is your TV show name. Like I as in the letter I. Yeah. Very strange. Uh, written by Shin Yoshida... Uh, did episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh, episodes of Ninpu Sentai Hurricaneager, and uh, episodes of Naruto Shippuden. Uh, it stars Brett Weaver as... Uh, wait, what? What are these character names? Did you watch the movie? Yeah, but these character names are not... Is it? Are they different? Yeah, this character. This says Brett Reaver p- plays a guy named Hines. Is he not Radium, Radium? Levans? The I... coolest fucking name yeah. of all human history. Let me see. I, I just got it from the IMDb. I don't. I don't know. Are the IMDb like a... people um, like just listed out of out of importance order? No, because it's the credit. There's four credited cast members. For the English dub, and then the rest of them are rested. The rest list alphabetically, and who plays it... Radium Levant? Oh yeah, no, I guess it isn't. That's weird. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Ben Wolf plays Radium. Okay, who? What's Ben Wolf in? Ben Wolf is mm-hmm. in Nineteen Things, uh, okay. The Legend of the Angel of Love, Wedding Peach. Nice one, one title. Um, uh, the Land of Shadowed Sand. Mm-hmm. Project Rant, Holy Hell, uh, King of Atlantis as the Kraken Kid and the Kraken Kid Crusher. <laughs> nice. And he also played Raza Ghoul in the DC Universe Online video game. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, who 
plays viola because <laughs> Dara Dara Hurt plays viola Dara Hurt is known for Zone of the Enders Idolo excellent only thing he's been in uh we got someone named oh uh, Tony Mann plays Barrows uh the return of Mickey Spillane's Mike Hammer where the heart is king of bandit jing Love's Kitchen and Swim Little Fish Swim. Uh, is there any other? Dr. Well, Rachel uh, Links is someone, right? Yeah, Dr. Links. Yeah. Uh, Again, not credited here in the list. <laughs> yeah, no. Dr. Links, it's a Japanese actress. I don't know if it's, um, if this is for the English dub or not. Uh, she played... Kushana and Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. I don't remember who mm-hmm. Kushana is, but Nausicaa is the best Ghibli movie. So, watch that. Um, what else? This I these long lists sometimes. <laughs> Honeybee Hutch, Space Cobra, a lot of Gundam sh- shit. Um, uh, Cyber City Odeo eight oh eight. Whoa. Bubblegum Crisis. Oh, Bubblegum Crisis rules. Super Deformed Double Feature is the name of one of these things. Uh, Plays okay. Queen Nell uh, Nihalina in Sailor Moon. I'm guessing that's an important character. Sure, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Ghost in the Shell 2.0. And we got... Uh, who plays Dolores? Let's see. Dolores. Okay, that can't be right. Oh, there's two on here. Okay, I got it. Uh, Dolores. Boney Hester. Bonnie, Boney Hester, mm-hmm. was in a bunch of soccer war shows slash movies. Uh, City Hunter, the motion picture. Yo! The live Legend- action one? No. Maybe? No. no With, no, no, uh, uh, hold on. Who's in, is that? Someone it's, good is in that. It's in it's in the anime one, and then also Legend oh. of Christiana the motion picture. Okay. Oh, it's Jackie Chan, as in oh, the city the city hunter live action film. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Roxy, did you end up watching uh, Police Story? Yeah, Police Story was fine. Yeah. It was weird uh yeah it was it was, it was good i liked Pretty it that the whole middle i could have done without there are a couple there is one scene where he's in the police station alone which is kind of funny when he's trying to juggle all the phones i guess the humor was odd but yeah that was i mean jackie chan's just a physical like a funny guy to yeah. watch but um the rest of That's... the middle was pretty boring it was either boring or like really weird yeah, everything like to do with his girlfriend. His to try to, yeah, it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, and then... But the any beginning... time Jackie Chan is engaged <laughs> in anything physical, it's uh, yeah, a wonder to behold. Can't believe Bad Boys 2 copied it. Yeah, uh, I, well, I can. I mean, I would steal that <laughs> fucking scene, too, because it was amazing. But Yeah. But yeah, it's amazing how <laughs> blatant. <laughs> yeah. I gotta, I gotta watch this movie. It's pretty good. Also, just that fight at the end. Did that anyone the watch end. the second one? How's the second one? 
What was that? How's the Police Story 2? I haven't seen that one. Oh, okay. Me neither. But I don't know. I have it All on right. Criterion. Yeah. So. Is that it for the cast? Yeah, that's everybody. It was a weird, weird cast. Sorry, I the IMDb fucked up. It's okay. Uh, yeah, so Radium Levans is a hotshot, reckless, Fantoma LEV pilot. <laughs> uh, they're, um, they're Martian military guys in the Buffram military force. Bahram or Bahram, uh, uh, depending on who you ask. Mm-hmm. I think there's some translation errors between yeah. English dubs and games and localizations, so it's either Buffram or Bahram. Um, neither are incredible words to say. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't know why you would name your cool sci-fi military either of these two things. Um, but I don't know, maybe it sounds cooler in Japanese or something. I don't know. I don't know. So apparently, uh, (laughs) not incredible words. (laughs) 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 Apparently in the first game, uh, which Viola is in, Mm -hmm. uh, she mentions radium once. And it's the only time this is mentioned in any events in this is mentioned in the game. Apparently, and this is the Demios affair, is is the, what, yeah, uh, uh, and the it, incident in this movie is. Yeah, that's what it said at the end. Um, and then, uh, but she calls him Radom instead of Radium, and oh. the Wikipedia says it is unclear whether the game or the anime used the correct name. <laughs> no one knows. No one knows. Amazing. Get here to can we get here to Kojima on the line? Yeah, can we call up Kojima? Um. And yeah, Jeff, can you uh, get him on the line? Uh, Kojima-san, what uh, what is the correct pronunciation of radium or radium? And he'll be like, "Who gives a shit?" <laughs> I was like, waiting yeah, to see right. if you were doing going to do a Hideo Kojima impression, but I'm glad. You no, because I I don't really know what he sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> so there's only really one option there. Yeah, and I'm glad you didn't take it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't really know how to do a Hideo Kojima impression. Yeah. Um. All uh, I would know, all I would know his voice from is from like his writing style and like other people delivering his dialogue. Yeah, that's like I just assume that every character is uh like a mouthpiece for Hideo Kojima. Oh, hundred percent. Um, that he's ever written. Um, I don't, he didn't, I don't know if he, how much he did on, um, uh, Zone of the Enders though. It's not one of his, like, he didn't direct the game. Right. I don't know how much he wrote on it. Just a producer, I guess. Yeah. Um, Um, but it is still like, I think culturally considered like a, um, like one of his games in his canon. Right, it's a, it's a Kojima product. Yeah. Um, about this movie, uh, Helen McCarthy in 500 Essential Anime Movie states that Idola links political and personal issues focusing on adult problems, and it is well-paced with a nice balance of plot, character development, and adventure, making it one of the best science fiction anime of its day. Mm. 
Sure, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you don't watch other this movie, yeah, like more better science fiction movies. Yeah, if you don't watch uh, any Evangelion things. Yeah, just if you watch uh, Gundam and Evangelion, if you don't watch those two, then I guess this is really great. Yeah, if you don't watch the two things, this is directly, uh, I don't want to say copying, but getting a lot of influence from, then you're good off there on that front. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have seen Evangelion, and I have a vague notion of Gundam. Yeah, I've seen some Gundam. Uh, I do yeah. want to talk quickly about uh, Zone of the Enders, because I don't know much about it, um, but I do want to read a few highlights from this Wikipedia page I have. Open. Okay. Uh, so the story in the video game Zone of the Enders, uh, it takes place around Jupiter, and you play as a guy named Leo Stenbuck, Uh it was attacked by Buffram or Barum forces. Um, his col- his colony was attacked, so he's or- piloting an orbital frame known as Jehuti. Uh, Jehuti is the brother of Anubis. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, it was created by the scientist. Rico Hardyman uh, <laughs> as Project Allman. Uh, Leo the more you st- talk, the more it sounds like a Hideo Kojima game. Yeah, no, that's that's why I was like, this is amazing. Uh, they uh, Viola is in the game. There's a her she pilots an orbital frame called Neith. Um, they pick up. They have a friend named Kelvis Klein. <laughs> I'm looking at another name on here too that I hope you read. Dingo Egret? Uh no, uh Rock Thunderheart. <laughs> <laughs> Rock Thunderheart. Rock Thunderheart. Wow. Love Rock Thunderheart. Wow. How, yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love Rock Thunderheart? In in Rock Zone of Thunder- the Enders Heart. <laughs> In Zone of the Enders, the second runner, Jehudi is able to ascend to multiple forms. It's a robot! Like, my god. <laughs> oh, there's a character named Dingo in the second one. Yeah, yeah. Dingo. Egret. Dingo Egret. Egret? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't see any other fun names in here. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, Egyptian mythology in, in Zone of the Enders. Yeah. Uh, you can unlock a weapon in Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain called the Hand of Jehudi, uh, which is nice. a reference to Zone of the Enders. Of course and it is. It um is like a bionic arm attachment, and ah. it fires drones from the the bionic arm. Apropos, yeah. One of the the main character in um, the Fist of Mars is Cage Midwell. God damn, uh, that's cool. And he pil- he's a worker upon the interplanetary ship the Bonaparte thir- the Third. 
like Napoleon. Can we That's talk about good. how? Can we talk about how they say the word Metatron a million mm-hmm. times in this, like from Transformers? Yeah, but it's like uh, it's like the material. Alloy. Yeah, it's like yeah. the alloy that this the orbital frame is made out of. The orbital like, frame being the giant robots. If it's yeah. like the energy, it's their advanced. It's their advanced uh, giant robot boy. Semel Shambrow. That's you, these are great you, names. You're just mm-hmm. saying words. Just, just saying words. There's a oh, there's a dude named Night Raid. Night Raid. Yeah. Oh, it's his code <sighs> name. But still, that's still. It's his real name is that's not his god-given name no I'm a... night raid that's annoying rosma cascade jr <laughs> jr hold on there's a guy named or no it's a it's a oh there is a trans boy named Philbright West Riverside Warehouse Rock, the twenty sixth. What? Philbright Philbright you... West Riverside oh. Warehouse Rock, the twenty sixth. Can you copy and paste that <laughs> into the chat, please? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, the the Wikipedia or the the wiki page just lists them as Phil, but the full name is <laughs> Phil. This wiki Whoa. image there is crazy. <laughs> Philbright West Riverside Warehouse Rock, the 26th. Philbright West Riverside Warehouse Rock, the 26th. Oh my god. Wow. There's Tweed Gray. I, I mean, no, nothing's better than Philbright West Riverside Warehouse Rock, the 26th. <laughs> no. That's the greatest fictional name ever made. And like in a in a game or in a franchise where they're trying to get there to the best. Yeah. <laughs> there there's like we got a, we got a pretty good run. Yeah, we got Rock Thunderheart, we got Leo Stenbuck, we got you know, Kelvis Klein. <laughs> we got uh Radium Levons. No. Phil Bright. West Riverside Warehouse Rock, the twenty sixth. Can, can I can I read uh, yeah. uh, Mr. West, Warehouse Rock's uh, personality? Phil is an enthusiastic young man, but has a lot of suppressed guilt and trauma at his killing of his insane father, which leaves him open to emotional wounds. <laughs> uh, you know, you know that feeling when you kill your insane father, and that leaves you open to emotional wounds. Yeah, that yeah that gets me every time. Oh my god! I love that character. I, I pretty, think they're the best. It's a pretty. It's a very. That's uh. We shouldn't petition the, the commissioner to get Philbright West Riverside Warehouse Rock the twenty six into the Blazeball. That is a Blazeball character. There's a Blazeball if I character. Ever heard one? Blazeball is Rock Thunderheart is too. Yeah. Yeah. Rock Thunderheart is one. I think Lance Jimmer. Uh, there's a bunch of them. There's a person named the Yans. Oh, it's a group. <laughs> it's a group. Never mind. Oh my God. There's slash axe night raid. 
are some code names. Tim Frazier is just here being Tim the, Frazier. Oh, the Yans are, are a group of Terminators. Whoa. Um, hold on. Melinda Gargoyle. <laughs> Melinda Gargoyle. All right. Uh, okay. Let's talk about this fucking... Let's we, talk about yeah, this. Dude, talk about the movie. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, so the movie... Uh, Lavons and Viola are um, doing a big battle. They are um, doing like training missions for their piloting uh, these big orbital frame mechs. Um, there is a prototype orbital frame called Idolo uh, that is like really strong. Because they use Metatron, a new type of material, uh, and it gives it, like, superpowers, <laughs> essentially, is what they're going for. Um, and they want Radium to uh, pilot it and, like, test it out, but it's, like, really powerful back? <laughs> Like he like it it hurts to pilot it I guess. Well, I think it. They mentioned that it's like a physically taxing thing. Yeah. And they do. They have a whole thing about how since these are uh, humans, like raised on Mars, they're they're weaker, uh, like a thousand times weaker than like any normal earthbound, yeah. earthborn human. So I think it's a s- physically taxing on their uh, weak frame. But yeah. it seems like he likes it, so they, you know. It does seem like he likes it. They pretty quickly, this thing's 51 minutes long or whatever, so. They're like, pretty quickly, friend, robot, suit, and guy. Yeah. Uh, he practices, he pilots it really well. Um, there's a, there's a bit, there's stuff where the... Uh, Idolo doesn't want anyone else to pilot it or something. Yeah, because it's sentient. Like, yeah, because it like develops a, a will. It also yeah. is like it's very fully. Kojima. It's fully making him fucking go crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, they well, they it seems like they develop like a psychic connection. Yeah, and then yeah, pretty quickly he's like, you know, killing animals and shit because he's just like so twisted now he's so oh, fucking he's twisted. So twisted dark twisted mind yeah uh i don't know uh, a, a a person developing an emotional connection with a sentient <laughs> mech and going crazy that, uh, yeah does that yeah, open I wonder you up if... for uh, uh emotional wounds yeah does that open you up for emotional wounds also incredibly <laughs> I wonder original if it, uh reminds me of any other um, no things i've seen in my lifetime absolutely not <laughs> it's even okay Jokes aside, uh, the animation for it in the final battle is also just like Evangelion, right? Yeah. Like the way it moves. Yeah. Everything it's... looks a lot like Evangelion. Yeah. It feels a lot like that's what the plot is. Oh, speaking of Evangelion, I was just, uh, I've been rewatching through some of those, uh, the Bruce Tim Justice League cartoons. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, they're good. Uh, there's an episode right in the beginning, like just as a cold open, they're fighting a giant robot, and it is 100% an Evangelion, except <laughs> it's got Ultron's face. Oh, that's fun. And that's I was like, oh, wild. fuck, that's pretty wild. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really <laughs> weird seeing Superman get punched by an Ultron-gelion. E- an Ultron-Evangelion, <laughs> wow. Talk about a lot of influences. Yeah, that was pretty wild. That is pretty wild. Can we get like an Evangelion, uh, like feeling like justice league book or something whoa jesus christ uh yeah it's called uh heroes in crisis uh came out like a year and a half ago oh is it the tom king book yeah it's pretty whatever it's it's pretty evangelion (laughs) can't believe Um, we're getting uh evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon a time next year Am I, is it just me, am I a little, am I a little too much upset that it's not a, you can not blank, or it, you blank not whatever? I, I get yeah. where you're, I get I, where you're coming from. Oh, sorry, Dan, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, go ahead. I was gonna say, I get where you're coming from. It seems like they really wanted to go with the 3.0 plus 1.0 as opposed to 4.0, so I'm okay with them messing with the whole formula uh, yeah, at right. that point. Also, Thrice Upon a Time is a rad title. I think. What what is the significance of 3.0 plus 1.0? Like what is the real reason that you would not just make it be 4? What's the what's the creative decision here? Uh, I don't I think, Wow. So I I'm think watch- you're thinking about it more than <laughs> they did all right then then mr ano did yeah uh i'm know. watching i'm watching the adolo on uh mute right here uh this thing's got a fucking donger doesn't it <laughs> yeah that's what i'm talking about so he I'm gets saying so... this movie gives you the fucking jokes because it's there's shots I of didn't... a giant robot cock throughout I all of it didn't notice that you you didn't notice i the didn't sh- notice Wait, the are... giant robot with the throbbing erect boner. I didn't are notice you... it. It's literally half the size of the fucking robot. <laughs> I didn't notice it. Oh, How? God. Uh, Kojima it's actually... It's literally the cockpit. It's what the dude pilots from. Yeah. I just... <laughs> Watch, pull up the... Pull up I the, can't believe it. The movie. It is a literal giant penis. <laughs> yes! That he is piloting this massive mech robot from. Um, there's a couple like this is a this is a Kojima design type deal. Um there are quite a few metal gears that also have massive dongs. Mm. Um makes sense. Yeah, I wonder if they're trying to say anything with this. I wonder yeah, if, I wonder. I wonder if the but yeah, it's got it's got some big some big D. It's flying around. He's going. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I guess I just didn't register that that was like I don't know. I just I just took it all in. That was one thing. I could. It is literally the only thing I was looking at whenever the robot was on screen. I couldn't believe it. My God, it's literally a third leg sticking straight out from its it is, pelvis. 
pretty it's wild. It, it so looks like how would that ever help in a fight? It looks like a thorax of a bee, but like on the opposite yeah. side. It's insane. Yeah. Why would that be your design choice? <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's all about the it's all about the might and the power. It's 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 given uh you know manifestation. This is how this guy feels when he's in this uh this robot. Yeah. But it's also how a team of engineers built it. Yeah. Like, it's not even <laughs> it's like they built it with the metaphor in mind. Yeah, they're they like, knew oh, when you pilot exactly this. what was gonna happen with this. It's just crazy. Gonna feel like your cock is but made it's of very, stone. I mean, you know, that's anime shit they come up with the most on your face metaphor design and then spend 20 minutes explaining in story why it makes sense and it never right does. it's because it's just symbolic yeah. uh that's like uh that it's is so that we get to see the child's tits and ass <laughs> usually she breathes through her skin that's right yeah okay she's also okay she's not a child but also, yeah, she does breathe through her she skin. She breathes through her skin, and that's why Mr. Kojima needed to get rid of her clothing. If she, if he made her, if he drew when, her clothing, <laughs> the if, best. If he, yeah, if Hideo the Kojima best drew, is when he was like, "When you find out, you're gonna be ashamed. You're even asking this question. <laughs> you're gonna be ashamed of your words and your deeds when you find out why she's wearing a bikini." Yeah. <laughs> It's like, no, Kojima. Is that really what he said? Yeah, you will be ashamed of your words and deeds, is the it's, quote. There's also a character in My Hero Academia that pulls weapons out of her bare skin, and therefore she needs to be scantily clad. And watching people, again, it's like what we talked about uh, in a different episode about Star Wars, is that people engage with it on a level where it exists already, and you can't change it. Quiet... Mm-hmm has to not wear clothing because if she wears clothing she can't breathe right that's why he needed to make sure she didn't wear clothing it's like it's like you're picking it's like you're talking to these people as if they're people and like Mm -hmm. choosing to tell their story or something as opposed to inventing it Mm -hmm. right it's wild it is it's i I can't i can't imagine not how do you engage with a thing as though it just totally on the surface like it's real you know like it's just it, yeah these are all creative decisions made by people i don't know it, you know yeah it's just odd it's just odd it's very strange very odd and yet gay and trans characters are superfluous superfluous you know yeah how like, can we explain that how, what that doesn't make any sense that doesn't make any sense how can we explain their existence it doesn't or make it's, sense. It's just pushing an agenda, you know? Like, yeah. get it out of here. It's political. Stupid. Shoving anyway. it down our throats. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Big Dick Robot? Big Dick Robot. Speaking of shoving it down our throats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Levon's has uh, this girlfriend, Dolores. Um... I don't know. There's spies. Wow. I don't know what's really, going on. <laughs> you really covered that. All bases on that one. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. They there's a homing laser. Uh, there's like the, he does like a demonstration of like the power of the Adolo, and it's real big. 
Well, it's, yeah. It gets, it's spied on by the Earth guys who, yeah, I don't know, it sounds like they had a war with the Martians a while ago, and now, like, they won the Earth, right? Yeah, so it's like a, I I think they're trying to, from what I get the feel of it, it's sort of like any moment something might be happening. Right, it's like kind of a Cold War. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, after the demonstration, after they get spied on, um, Levon's is like choking a snake. Um, I think it's before it. He finds the military. He finds the Earth guys and like kicks the shit out of one of them. And that's what like, I don't know. Later, the Earth. Guy, I think that's just why the fight happens at the end. Oh, because he he goes and attacks the spies. Yeah, and then, like, the Earth is like, well, I guess we'll fight them? I don't know. They they send guys to steal. They probably got intel back about the Idolo, so then they send dudes to steal it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah. In the mean, yeah, Levon's is crazy for a bit, but then just, like, shakes it off, right? Yeah, I think so. I think I think. I don't, I don't remember gets, what happens, but... Uh, maybe the Metatron, uh, like, adapts to him better? Like, is that because the thing they, they said uh, Metatron um, has a unique property that sort of like bends to human will or something like it, like is like links with it's like a weird uh, LCL <laughs> kind of thing. Right. There's um there's an AT field. It's got like a shield around this thing. I don't know. It's weird. It's all weird, and I don't understand it. <laughs> it's it, just it, like here's a bunch also, of concepts. It's and also you're like, like okay. I was just saying it's also delivered in like eight seconds. Everything because this is a fifty-one minute like entire yeah. movie. Like it's yeah. got enough in there to sustain itself for yeah. longer. I this think. easily could have been a, a half hour longer, uh, if not yeah. more. But yeah, I thought this was a, a maybe like a, like a like an OVA like of a television se- like a season or something. Like I thought, maybe oh, like it was cut it, up, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense why none of it is connecting at all. But I don't think that's the case, right? No, I think this is its own thing, and then it was sort of used as like a maybe a like a proof of concept for an anime that is set in the zone of the Ender's world. Mm. But I think it was just a tie. Oh my god, this shot of this fucking robot's dick. <laughs> I'm telling feels, you, it is. It I can't believe either of you didn't notice it. There were multiple shots, like just of. Robot oh no, I like, I noticed it. I just forgot because I watched it like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I'm seeing it again, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a lot. Um. So what happens? What happens now? Um. They kidnap Dr. Lynx, and uh, Dolores is involved, and... Yeah, they kidnap, I think, both Dolores and Dr. Lynx, and then... Radium tries to go and get him. Yeah, he's gonna get in the thing, and Viola's like, you know, no, don't do that, because then I'll be the one to have to come and hunt you down, because you can't show the Earth government this fucking thing. (laughs) Right. And he's like, well, no, I'm going to... And he gets in and flies off, and... 
gets into a big fight and it seems like for nothing so yeah because then um oh there's the, what's the one what's the what's the one thing that happens when radium like beats that fucker up he beats that dude up in the middle of there is is that just him going crazy and like yeah, not controlling it... his his powers his powers his new power metatron uh given enhanced powers i have my powers that's what he yells when he's beating him up. Does he say, I have my powers? It's my powers. I don't know. Uh, this movie was also incredibly difficult to uh, comprehend because the English dub and the subtitles uh, that were hard-coded into it... Remarkably yeah. different. ...were completely different at some times. Yeah. They definitely had, like, this is the general thing that we're getting across in this scene, but the way things were delivered were completely different so it's just like it's hard to watch with your eyes and yeah. not and not read uh or n- read and not listen with your ears <laughs> very hard to kind of juggle that so a lot of the information was just getting um a little even more confusing than it normally would have been but there was some interesting uh differences in the translation just like some characterization and like way things were phrased were like oh uh, yeah that is not a weird that is a weird way to say things yeah it was pretty interesting to see like just the difference between like how you probably get across information you know with what yeah just subtitling versus what the dialogue is yeah so that was an, a, a neat aspect i don't know if this was uh, a great thing to test out that uh way to take in information on but uh it was certainly interesting uh what's going on i don't know i literally absorbed nothing from this film dolores gets shot or no uh yeah dolores gets shot yeah she dies Yeah, yeah like right in front of him he like flies up into a big space station thing fighting a lot of robots his powers couldn't save him. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh... That face when your powers can't save you and you're open to emotional wounds as a result. And he, yeah. he goes to Demios, uh, where he goes to blow up all the Earth people. Uh... It's kind of it. He, like... Uh, yeah, he, like, hallucinates a bit. Well, he's yeah, in the... Or, like, her spirit, like, manifests in the but metrion or some shit and he he's fully hallucinating a wedding with her yeah, while idolo true. is fighting on its own out in space yeah and he's just going to town and like a lot of yeah and like blown up viola walks in and he's and she's like she's dead you're hallucinating this and he's like no i'm not <laughs> i'm sure not look i'm holding her she has a <laughs> ring on her finger we're married meanwhile like everything is incredibly blown up yeah, because yeah, he like up. destroys this like uh, outpost, right? Like the Demios outpost. I think so. Like yeah, mostly, I think so. at least. Yeah, gets completely obliterated. But he does too, right? Doesn't he get like just shot to yeah. death by like yeah, he... eventually by like yeah. a lot of guns? He dies. Yeah. And uh, along with Adolo, 
Yeah, Adolo's dead too. Hardly knew ye. Rip. Uh, and then at the end, there's an epilogue <laughs> where Viola is heading towards uh, the Antilla colony where the first game takes place. So it's like, it's like a little bit later, so then you get to see the the little space station where the game is, and you're like, ah, Woo. I know that. Oh, my God. If I knew yeah. the game. Oh, the game. Oh, the game. <laughs> yeah, this was just like a, a quick, it was very action-packed. Like, it was sort of, the downtime didn't really take up a whole lot of sp- space. It yeah. was just like, let's get into, like, some yeah. new... Uh, fight scenes like pretty quickly. There's like three major ones, and they're the majority of the runtime. Yeah, um, which is pretty cool, I guess. It was the animation's good. Yeah, it yeah. Looks good. Sun- it's by Sunrise, you know. Like yeah. it's a guys who did Cowboy Bebop, so yeah, it looks so, good. It was very ener- energetic. Lots of lasers. Yeah, lots of blow blowsy upsies. <laughs> a lot of a lot of big, big dicks and big explosions. Am I big right? Big dicks, big explosions. That's all I could ask for. Yeah, I liked the the animation during the fight scenes, and that was pretty much it. The rest of it, I just was like not engaging with. Also, the character designs I thought were really bad. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're very um like hard angle '90s anime, like yeah. big pointed chins on everyone kind of thing. Yeah. And everyone has, like, weird hair that doesn't make sense, but is also not interesting to <laughs> let you know who they are. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah. all, like, little... Everyone has, like, pointy, swoopy bangs. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's it. Little sticks, little face sticks. Yeah, it looks like everyone's wearing sticks. straw hats, but, like, pushed into their face. <laughs> yeah. Sure. One thing, one thing I did like about this movie was the. Uh, actually, never mind. <laughs> wow, I realize we can get into it maybe for favorite scenes. I don't know if it's my favorite scene, but like, I just want to say I I thought the movie presented an interesting world. I thought at the beginning at least with like mm-hmm. the Martian Earth conflict and like that one dude got punched in the face and the guy's like, oh, I just like tapped him and you see the guy's face and it's like <laughs> collapsed, completely collapsed. <laughs> Holy yeah. fuck! Right. That was kind of cool, but it didn't really go anywhere else. Yeah, I like that stuff. Um, would would that uh, can I, I want to read you... something from the Wikipedia page? Oh, yeah. One second. Would that make you consider picking up Zone of the Enders to explore those themes further? No. Ah. <laughs> Straight up. No. no. <laughs> Continue. Especially considering what we have on the plate next week. Yeah. Oh, next time. Next time. Um, next time. Uh, I'm gonna read. Can I read this really quick? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this is under the influences section of the Wikipedia page, and I think mm. it's a very funny paragraph. All of the Zone of the Enders franchise, and indeed all of Kojima's works, were influenced to one degree or another by works of anime and manga from the 70s and 80s, especially those in the mecha genre, with the Mobile Suit Gundam franchise being paramount. The Adolo OVA in particular illustrates this as it examines the concepts of colonialism and independence in outer space as best illustrated by Gundam. Some would even go as far to say that it is allegoric of the classic series, but this is an overstatement as many key plot elements differ greatly. 
It must also be said that Idola was produced by Sunrise in partnership with Konami, and that Mobile Suit Gundam is considered Sunrise's flagship franchises. All of which were born from early science fiction anthologies and books from before anime was ever popularized on TV. Is there a more nothing paragraph you've ever heard in your life? <laughs> yeah, that's that's like the most like let's make excuse like no the thing we like is really original and good. How dare yeah, people yeah. say that it's anything else? It's like but then. It also at the end says all of this comes from uh, science fi- sci-fi books, which were popular before anime. So, like, right. it's almost it's like as an if incredibly it's weak like, defense. And then, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say it's like it's almost like it's propping up itself as being super original, while also laying all the blame at anything bad in it at the hands of ever everything else. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like oh no, these were like, it's it it's trying to be. Um, more uh scholarly i think it's like no yeah we weren't ripping off anime we were ripping off the classics <laughs> like yeah. as if that's better like we weren't no n- none of that popular gundam stuff that's not what this is like at all uh as, as if also like when you're creating a thing you literally are just like well i'm not going to take influence from this thing and i will <laughs> take influence like it's just it's all yeah part of it because that's how creativity works right and uh mr also, kojima has never ever uh not blatantly worn his <laughs> influences incredibly over all of his sleeves uh yeah he's got many sleeves and they're over top of all of them it's also like, interesting um, like in in snatcher the bad guys are pixel art of the terminator like so so far as in re-releases they've had to edit the pixel art to make it look less like the terminator (laughs) because he was like this is a terminator and we're gonna call him snatcher instead that's it that's all i'm gonna do in this game that's really funny (laughs) i i also like in this it says that uh, some people consider it allegorical of the classic series, but yeah, this is not, not true because the plot elements differ. As if that's, you don't know what is—that's not what an allegory is. Yeah, yeah. Like that's not what that means. Uh, uh, and also, yeah. And if it was, then how would the plot being kind of different ma- matter? Right. Right. Yeah. Like it's not—it's a weird sentence, and none of it it's adds a very up weird sentence. to meaning. No. Yeah, that is a definite, like, anyone can edit Wikipedia sentence. For sure. I mean, you find it a lot with stuff in the binder. If they do have a Wikipedia article, a lot of the plot synopses or, like, other sections are all editorialized. because Yeah, they're very, you know, um, like, conversational and, like, yeah. not well-vetted. Yeah, because the only people who would write them for these movies are fans, and they have right. to you know protect their beloved property uh so what's the goo grade i don't think there's any goo in this one um yeah i don't think so there should be yeah there should be some like oil leaking out of the front of his uh cockpit yeah or some some, you know some Whatever, Metat- fucking Metatron LCL ooze. juice. Yeah. Yeah. Like when he's feeling really strong, maybe, and he's getting to that, like, 
point of uh that peak that peak maybe, maybe some gushes that peak the yeah. you know when when you feel real good and and the peak happens mm-hmm. maybe some goo should like you know some uh exhaust some goo exhaust should be vented mm-hmm. out of your of the ship you know who should make a mech anime sorry who? just random thought who david lynch uh george miller oh george miller doing that was pretty cool. cool i want to see his take on what what happened when <sighs> giant robots fight let uh yeah. let george miller direct pacific rim 3 maybe it won't suck this time holy shit uh guillermo del toro himself would probably be very into that oh yeah guillermo del toro produced george miller directed pacific rim 3 holy fuck that uh ignores pacific rim 2 clearly because that nah, you can who gives a shit that it ends on like a good place to start a new i movie. don't even remember where it ended i, uh, I don't it I was don't think the I've... most exciting part because they're like hey we're gonna go take the fight to the monster right it's like, oh. oh you're right okay you're right i do want to see a third one if because that could be cool like the second yeah. one is like wow oh I... but then like the last line is like well okay. i hated <laughs> i hated almost every minute of that movie i kind of like how bad it is though is that wrong <sighs> I really no, kind of like that. Like, I don't think I'll ever really rewatch that movie anytime soon. But it's, like, admirably bad. Because it's an entire yeah. season of, like, an anime stuffed into this two-hour movie made yeah. badly. There's something interesting about that to me. I don't know. Right. The only the only positive part was Charlie Day for me. That was, like... Oh, the, yeah. The light. But I get what you mean. Yeah. I feel that way a lot about things. Maybe I'll revisit it eventually uh it's just got a lot of ideas all of which are executed not great and not given enough time so you know you know it's just it's an i just find it a fascinating movie especially because of how bad the filmmaking is which is interesting considering you could just watch the first one to like know what to do more yeah like that's something i don't understand is just abandoning all of the you know whatever interesting stuff about the first movie yeah but uh you know so anyway. so zero no goo zero goo uh yeah zero goo in this i believe um all right uh out of five cockpits out of five <laughs> cockpits cockpits out of five enormously comfortable and roomy cockpits yeah because jesus christ out of five <laughs> enormously comfortable uh, and and whatever cockpits made out of Metatron. Yeah. Uh, two, 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 two and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't know. How do you rate this? Two and a half, I guess. The animation's yeah. good, but other than yeah. that, it's hard to recommend. Yeah, that's as a as a film as a piece. I'd say two and a half. I was so excited for this, and then that was your first mistake. I know. I you gotta. That, that was my stake with Pacific Rim Uprising this, too. You can't go in expecting something to be good, ever, because yeah. it'll this, always uh, was you. literally exactly what I thought this was going to be. It, it just started off with a cool in the middle of a cool fight uh, with giant robots, and I was like, I'm into this. And then it just, I guess, became exactly what you probably thought it was, which is a jargon fest and uninteresting oh, yeah. plot that had no relation or, or like like meaning to me yeah <laughs> yeah uh what was your favorite scene 
Um, I, I liked the way the robot fought at the end when it was an even was it was an Evangelion basically. Mm-hmm. I liked that fight. That was cool with the wedding scene in her cut. Yeah, that was, it was cool. pretty cool. I was confused as shit because uh, <laughs> I just couldn't absorb anything from it. So I was like, "Wait, is he out there fighting end in here in the wedding? Is this in his head? I don't know what's going on." But the fighting's cool. Nice. So some a little bit chaotic confusion. Yeah. Really benefited you in that scene? Yeah. No, didn't. It didn't benefit me, but uh, I liked it. <laughs> okay. I didn't like. I didn't like that aspect of it. I liked what was going on. Just not oh, that okay. I was confused. There you gotcha. go. Dan. Uh. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say because I feel like not a lot of i don't know it's either the first fight the second fight or the third fight (laughs) yeah it's basically your choices uh i mean i don't know the first fight Hmm. i'm gonna say the first fight and then i'll say the first like whatever before we get to the uh idolo it's actually kind of interesting i thought i like the kind of like turret trench warfare Thing, vibe of the first fight and some of the earth martian stuff that happened after i'm like oh this is kind of interesting and then i'm like oh it's just a thing about a boy and his robot dick and you know right just a boy and his robot that's what this should have been called so under the end there's a boy and his robot dick <laughs> kojima-san uh we have a new idea for you i think we should return to this franchise and he'd be like okay <laughs> Get Mads Mikkelsen to play the robot. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen should be in it. As the robot. Yeah, yeah. so he could sculpt his dick. And be like, <laughs> yeah, listen, Mads, like, we we have to sculpt your dick. All these robots have big dicks, like, that look like we the robots. Your dick. And if and if you are, if you're what the robot looks like, you know, naturally. I feel like both it. of them well, would be very into that. Hold yeah. on. Should it be Mads or should it be Willem Dafoe playing the robot? Oh shit! Fuck. Yeah. Maybe Willem Dafoe can play the bad robot. Yeah, with the bigger dick. Yeah, with the way bigger, Whoa. surprisingly not to scale of the rest of him dick. And and he can. It'll the... be like that scene in Mandy with the guy with the chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the and you're just the like, moral Jesus will Christ. be. The moral will be: it's not the size of the dick that matters; it's what you do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Unless they, unless the good guy loses in our version, I'd be okay with Big Dick Willem Dafoe winning in the end. BDWD. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Uh, my favorite was the second fight scene with the where he sort of uh, does the demo and fucks mm. up all the uh, the earth guys so I'll just balance that out this nice. was just literally if you took the expanse yeah uh, and Very mixed expanse. in Evangelion and Gundam and that's that's it hmm. which sounds pretty cool except yeah except okay it's like you mix those three things together and then made an anime OVA prequel of a video game out of those. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's 
sprinkle in some Egyptian mythology themes. That doesn't really come into play here too much, though. I feel like we don't really nah. get, a, get too much of that, if any. No, nah, we don't really. Uh, and that is that. Uh, that has been buried in the darkness, and there shall be no retelling of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at it came from basement at gmail.com. It came from a basement.com is your hub for all things ICFAB at basementcast on Twitter. Join our Discord server. Please consider donating to us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash it came from a basement where you can give us uh, suggestions for movies or whatever to review on our other show. It came from a patron. Uh, Apple Podcasts is a great place to go if you want to give us a good rating and review. It helps a lot in growing the reach of our show. We're also available Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Metatron, Megatron Pod, uh, po- Podcock, uh, Podjahuti, uh, Pod of the Enders. Um, wap, 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 wet ass pod. Wet ass pod. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd like to thank Nick Vittori for our artwork and Mike Wood for our theme song. Next time we will be discussing Final Fantasy Chronicles Chrono Trigger. Yes, you heard me correct. The video game. The video game Chrono, Chrono Trigger. Trigger. Chrono Trigger. Released, Chrono Trigger. Uh, re- originally released in 1995. It was released as Final Fantasy Chronicles Chrono Trigger as in 2001 with Final Fantasy 4. Uh, we, only have, we only have Chrono Trigger. But so. in the binder, disc 1 is only Chrono Trigger. So that's what we're going to be reviewing. Next time... Is this the this is uh not a it's not a film or television program. Yeah, this is the first this is the first one that's not those two things, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh it's Chrono Trigger. Never thought I'd see the day or <laughs> Chrono Trigger. For a it, movie podcast. Yeah. Really quick, because I wanna get it in, in, in audio before we before we oh, tackle it, really yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. I, 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 this sounds rad. Like the like the the concept, at least the very little I know about Chrono Trigger, sounds rad as shit. I really, really don't want to play a JRPG. Yeah, <laughs> yep, like not at all, actually. Yeah, no, that seems like the the last <sighs> thing I kind of want to do. So I'm gonna try to kind of get through it with a guide. But maybe it'll be great. Maybe I'll come back and. I'll eat my own words, and it'll be the greatest thing I've ever played. Yeah. Dragon Ball, dude. Yeah, it's very Dragon Ball, dude. Did art for it. Yeah, and you can tell, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Big foreheads, no eyebrows, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, big spiky hairs. Big spiky hairs, a lot of hair. Uh, I also forgot, we forgot to mention the newsletter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to go and subscribe to our newsletter, we have links on our Twitter and stuff. Uh, we're going to be doing it, and we have been doing it at this point. Um, so check that out. 
Yeah. It's, it's yeah. pretty good. It's good. I'm going to... Yeah. I might... I guess I'll say this. I mean, by the time this comes out, the other newsletter will be out. I might try to write some fiction for it. Hell yeah. I think that'd be fun. So. Hell yeah. Hopefully you read it and it was good and not bad. <laughs> but only, I can't promise anything. Only time will have told. <laughs> and remember, friends, <laughs> dwell well. Beep, See? Boop, 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 bop. I brought it back. <laughs> Beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> I don't know. Here's a story about a man named Radio. He's the best pilot in the whole stadium. His partner is this fine lady named Viola. She's also a pilot, but she likes Coca-Cola. They fly big mechs called orbital frames. If this sounds interesting, please buy the game. Radium Levons gets a type of proto. It's a brand new machine. They call it Idola. When the Earth forces come snooping around, Levons goes a little crazy and puts them in the ground. Since he's from Mars, his body is weak. But when he's in his cockpit, he's a whole freak. His girlfriend, Dolores, wants to marry. But he's always ready for the next adversary. When Earth retaliates, he goes on guard. And Idola's cockpit gets really hard.